Hey there, welcome to Bound Together. We are two friends, two self-published authors who took different paths in life but kept in touch and kept on writing. My name is Sarah Gray and I chose corporate career while Laura Catherine went full on family. This is all about how we approach writing in our two different worlds, the struggles, the positives and how we keep the writing flames alive. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Laura. How's it going? <laughs> God, I'm out of breath from that. <laughs> Need to make it shorter, more Ooh. succinct. I keep like, meaning to, but hey, it's, it's bound together. I, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it. And I mean to get an Instagram at some point. Spoiler alert, still haven't done it. That's right. Oh, this is well, my I mean, topic, isn't it? It only really affects you. True. That's true. And you, because you can't follow me, so. Yes, I do so wish I could see photos of, I don't know, what would you post? Me writing. You can see me writing right now. <laughs> you get to see me through this. Um, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about falling in and out of love with your manuscript which is totally like on point right now because we both started new manuscripts very recently. Yes. Yes. So on point. <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> talk about what you're I'm, writing I'm, very vaguely? Um, what I'm writing? Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> I, I, can go I mean, I talk about mine um, all the time. <laughs> So the main things that I'm writing at the moment that kind of I've been doing a lot is there's a piece, there's a short story, like a 2000 word short story for university, which I've been writing, which I'm doing like a, has to be literary. So it's not my, it's not my genre, (laughs) but um, I'm doing something on, so um, we've reached a point in climate change where um everything got too hot we couldn't get enough food we had lots of pandemics so it's kind of like apocalyptic um and it's just about sort of a a a way of the that the community lives um now which is like no electricity and or rationed electricity and just a cozy way of of living and just connecting with the No, I can't do two things at once. You can't send me a message on the chat while I'm talking. I don't want to interrupt your talking. <laughs> so I was like, I'll write a message. I wasn't expecting <laughs> you to stop mid-sentence to read it. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, that's my first piece. And then my second piece is, I'm sure you've read part of it, which is like, it's assassins. It's like a thriller, I suppose. I really like it. That's all I'm going to say on it. <laughs> what are you, what's your manuscript at the moment? Well, I've talked about it a couple of times. So it's, I don't have a title for it yet. Well, not one that I'm willing to share, but it's it's going to be a trilogy called The Hearted Trilogy. And yeah. um, it is about an eternal winter and people called The Hearted who have animal like uh, companions who they're soul bound to. Mm-hmm fantasy I'm about 20,000 words into it now after 
plotting and replotting it nice. four times, I think. I rewrote the plot and I finally got it to a point where I was happy with the plot and just super, super excited to start writing it. So I guess this is the, the being in love with my manuscript stage because I've just mm -hmm. I've gone through all the plotting of it and I'm excited for where the story is going to go. And now I'm like, yes, let's get the writing done. But also now it's like, oh, God, I've got to do the actual writing part now. Because <laughs> the outlining's like, it's easy. It's like you don't have to think about too much detail. And now it's like, oh, I need to think about all the detail. I have to fill in all the gaps in between the like, oh, in this scene, the, you know, character A and character B meet each other. And you've got to expand that out into a giant scene. Yeah. I'm actually really, really enjoying it. I've got a lot of flow going at the moment. I changed my writing schedule around. So I'm writing one hour every day after the kids go to bed before I do anything else. And that's actually been going really pretty well. good. So I'm pretty yeah. happy about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited and happy. Good job. Riding the high of starting a new novel. Cause that's how it always starts on the high. 20,000 words in already is pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of writing. Yeah. I mean, you can get a lot done, can't you, with just an hour a day? Yeah. I think I average like 1,300 words an hour-ish. It yeah. depends how organized I am beforehand. I think having the outline really helps because I literally just look and like, okay, this is the scene I'm writing right now. And then I just expand on the scene because really an outline for me is just like a, a dot point summary of the entire novel already yeah I mean no, yeah those things are those things are full on those outlines um if you yeah if you're not doing outlines um you know what I did for my writing so I was just like thinking about the stories in general and then like I kind of I get a scene and I'm like oh I'm very clear on the scene it's exciting blah blah, blah whatever and I'll just go and write that so it's not even I don't start at the start of the story because I always get freaking, oh, can I say freaking, <laughs> stuck at the start, you know, like when you're like, oh, what is the first line going to be? What is the first scene going to be? That always takes me the longest. Um, so I started just jumping in to where I'm excited and then um, jumping around and doing different scenes that I actually want to write, which I'm very clear on in my mind what's going to happen. So that's how I've been getting my momentum. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, starting is definitely the hardest part. I've had like, I've been doing a little bit of writing at work in breaks and things, just like writing some little bits of pieces on um, paper and bringing them home. And it's been really nice to come home. And when I do my hour of writing, I've already got like a couple of things written down. So I kind of type up the things that I'd handwritten and then just kind of keep going. Yeah. Yeah. How do you stop though? How do you stop yourself at the hour? Because um, I, if I'm on a roll, I'm not going to be able to stop, which well, is bad. Where's the time it's like for life? Yeah, uh, I have like not bad for something writing. I want to do after. Because the idea was that I wasn't doing any writing because I'd go and put the kids to bed, and then I'd sit down and watch TV or something, and then I just wouldn't want to get up and do anything. So it's kind of like writing then I do that first and the tv and stuff is the reward <laughs> for doing that oh. I finally get to switch off for the rest of the day yeah which is nice and like sometimes I write more than an hour it depends how I'm feeling 
but I feel like I can okay. in that hour I can write most of a chapter ish. Good job. Not a too long a chapter. <laughs> so um, okay, so yeah. we both love our manuscripts. Currently, yes. <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> um do you ever fall out of love with your manuscripts and particularly this one? And if you haven't, do you expect that you will? Um, not with this one yet, but definitely other ones. I have so many half, not even half, like partially written ideas, even ones that are like several thousand, tens of thousand words long that I just like fell off and never went back to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there's, yeah. I still love them. <laughs> Some of them I look at and I'm like, oh, I really love that, that idea for it and I just I don't know why I fell off it there must have been something wrong with it but there's do you think there maybe it's not the writing but it's like whatever is going on with you at that time yeah the way that you feel about like life and in general because I find that too like I will fall in and out of love with stuff with a manuscript or writing but I always come back to it eventually and love it so it's like it's almost like it's it's an emotional state at the time and it's not really related to your writing. I think definitely you might, how I feel affects what I do. Like I, I learned about myself recently that the the state of cleanliness of my house really affects my mental <laughs> like stability. Yeah. <laughs> Like if my yeah. house is really messy, like mentally I'm not great. But as soon as I like I clean my house and everything is tidy again, I feel like just so good and so focused and stuff. And I think it's the same with just with writing. If I think if I know what yeah, I'm Yeah, that's a good Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Like if, if it gets really messy in the writing and you're not quite sure where it's going and things get messy, and then it gets stressful it really and hard. then I fall out. Yeah, and to fix yeah. it could be really yeah. hard and so you don't, you're like, oh, I've got to put in so much more effort to fix whatever this problem is and I don't want to do it. So, like, you're like, I don't want to work on this. And then other times it's like you know exactly where it's going and you're just so excited to get it down because you just know it's just bursting out of you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But there's also just like if I'm tired, I don't feel like writing, all those everyday things that stop you from writing. It doesn't mean I don't love my manuscript, I suppose. I don't think it's that I stop loving it. Like I don't fall out of love with it. It's like, I don't know. I don't have the the capacity to, to write mm. it. Like I still love it, but I'm not in a space to do the writing for it. And sometimes that can yeah. last a, a long, long enough time that I fall off the story and then I get an idea for something else and then I rekindled a love with that and the new idea instead so I start going yeah. on with the new idea and the old thing falls behind even though I do love it I just the new shiny thing is calling you because the old yeah. thing was too hard yeah that's a good way of putting it you know um something that I a manuscript I definitely fell out of love with is the final Arcadian book you yeah. know about that saga yeah <laughs> Like it's written, it's called what's it called? Wildfire. Yeah, I've read it. Cool name. <laughs> um so it's written, but it's not published yet. 
Um, but that one was such a struggle to write. And even now I don't, I just don't know how I feel about it. And it's, it makes it a struggle to write, even though I want to write it. And I love those characters and I want to finish off that series. But so still- I just pretty much put that book away and just went on with my life <laughs> and was like, yeah, 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 I'm going to do it. Every year I'd be like, yeah, like on my blog, yeah, 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 I'm going to do it. And it's like qu- quite some time later, <laughs> some seven years later, and uh, it's just sitting there written and not published. But I think, yeah, I think that one's the one that I've fallen out with the most but and I still, still haven't got back to it. But you still love the characters. So is it the I love the first story? book. I just like, love the first book. Yeah. Is it the story then that you fell out of love with because it, you didn't like it or it wasn't working? Mm, I don't know. I think because I wrote it, I think I wrote it in 2012, the first one. And obviously 10 years later, we are sitting here talking. So it's like oh I've God. changed a lot as a writer and a person in 10 years. 10 years. Um, and I, yeah. I just found it hard to go back and write in that style because it's a very specific style and I think I've changed so much. It feels almost it feels very difficult trying to write in that way. Yeah. I wonder if it's just not and I should just write in whatever I am now. Like completely change the tone of the book. Like, I don't care. It's self-published. What are you going to do? Fire me? Just don't buy it. (laughs) I imagine like if people who had read the first two books and then kind of like were following you and you were like, oh, yeah, this the the tone's different because I've changed. It's 10 years. They'd probably understand. And then you'd have people who like come there and they read the first two and they're like, what happened to the author in the third book? (laughs) (laughs) Is she okay? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about that one. It's hard because when you write a series, you feel like you like you've got to finish it. You've made like a promise to your reader yeah. that like you you're writing this many books. Because I had the same problem yeah. in is that I got to the last book and I found it so hard to write the last book because I again I'd published the first one in 2013, which is almost 10 years ago now, and it, yeah, I changed so much. But I wanted to finish it because I felt it felt like a dishonor to like also myself but and readers as well that I didn't yeah I think it's like to yeah to yourself and to the characters as well because I feel like they're just left in this limbo like they're not (laughs) they're in a book and I know that I created them but I feel bad (laughs) you know that they don't get to see the end of their story as well um you created them they mean so much to us (laughs) I don't know what it is hey they wouldn't that one's tricky Sometimes it's like, sometimes I'll fall out of love with something, but it's probably more like I'm falling out of love with writing a little bit and then I'll come back to it. I've done that a couple of times in my incredibly long writing career now that we've just talked about it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we need to like rename this. It's not falling in love, in and out of love with your manuscript. It's just falling in and love, in and out of love with writing life. Yeah. Or it's just falling out of love, isn't it? <laughs> falling out of love. Because we don't like, <laughs> I don't really need to talk too much about falling in love with it because that's like the baseline. Yeah. The baseline has been like super excited. That's how you get started and that's how you. Yeah, anything you know, less than that. Drive <laughs> yeah, yeah anything less than that. I'm not starting that book. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a great book that I would want to write or read. 
So, yeah, it's it's mainly falling out. Um, do you fall out of love often with your writing? Yeah, I would say so. I don't know. Life is just hard when you have to adult all the time. I feel like it yeah. was a lot easier when we were younger because I had, like, no responsibilities. Yep. I was at uni uh, or I was working full-time just for myself. I didn't have children. It was a lot easier yep. to be have the time to you know look after myself and enjoy my writing and stuff and as I get older though my writing gets better I've got a lot less time to do stuff and then I have a lot more mm. a lot more pressures in your life with work and families and commitments and all those things can really add on to your your creativity bubble until it like pops <laughs> and then agreed yeah and then it takes a long time to get it back doesn't it yeah I usually can tell like when when I'm starting to not feel like writing anymore and then like I'll just stop because I obviously mentally need to just stop writing for a bit and then I can feel myself working my way back when I need to like I'll it'll be like I'll have a I'll start dreaming about not even necessarily the story I was working on but I'll just start be dreaming more creatively or watching something and thinking about it from a writing point of view or something and it, those are kind of my signals of like oh I'm 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 feeling that again I'm getting back towards being ready to start writing again mm. and that's something so I, that yeah that's kind of like a tactic that you use then yeah when you're falling out of love with writing you just stop completely and wait till you get the feeling back yeah I'm not I don't really recuperate I guess it. I also it's just like yeah when I don't want to do it and just don't want to do it I'm the kind of person who will just make excuses and be like oh no I've got to go do this other thing it's way more important than my writing and that's that in itself is a sign that I'm not keen on doing the writing anymore have you ever written through a period where you just weren't liking your writing Mm, because I have not that I can think of you push seem to push through a lot more in your writing than I do I think I, I ride the creativity waves and you storm through them maybe with the like plow maybe I the used to push a lot <laughs> <laughs> well I think I, I don't know if, if I've talked about it on this podcast before but um you keep getting me into the um novel writing month thing and I did one once a very long time ago and I was working um I think it was it was in the summer and I was doing like a a summer uh, outdoor and activity instructor job sorry guys it was a long time ago okay and it was like 10 hour days so I'd get back at seven and be like physically exhausted but I had to make that word count and so I'd literally sit in bed just like trying to get to it's like 1667 words if you're doing like the November one yeah just at its basic and I was just like just putting down anything well not anything but anything to do with the story and I was just like just keep going just keep typing and I pushed myself through then and it was painful, but I did it. And I had like a, a book at the end of it. But would I do it again? Well, I'm a bit older now. I'm a bit tighter. <laughs> do I need to? I, I do actually, I, I think I've talked about it before, potentially on this podcast, that I there was a nano that I wanted to win because when you win, you get 50% yes. off. Um, Scrivener and yes. I needed to buy Scrivener for my MacBook because I bought a MacBook and I only had the PC license for it. So I needed yep. to win a Nano. So I, 
it was like the last day of the nano and I used um, the dragon dictation to like record my voice and I wrote like 10,000 words in a day just so I could like meet the goal so I really I guess I forced myself to do that just like just talking to myself (laughs) that's a good tactic though doing the talking thing because I recently um, noticed that there was a dictate button on Word. Um, I was doing something for university and I was like under the pump and struggling. And I was like, I'm just going to write, I'm just going to speak these things and it's going to write it for me and I'll go back and you got to do some grammar stuff when you're doing the dictate through Word. But um, how much easier is it to get like a couple of pages out just through speaking, just from thinking and not having to actually type it in? I think it's... it's it's fast, but I think you also have to train your brain to do it. Because, well, at least for me, I find like it, it's it's like a, almost a delay between like me thinking about the thing that I want to talk about before it comes out of my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would need to train myself to be more free flowing with my thoughts and my words together. Yeah, it's definitely a different style completely than writing. I think sometimes writing, like t- actually typing, slows it down. St- so that the speed is the same, whereas when you're speaking, everything's happening so much quicker. Yeah. So that's that is a time that I I really push through. But I guess like I don't know pushing through. So you have at least done the first draft because that's the thing is I always have to remind myself when I'm I'm outlining and plotting and stuff. It's like unless I write this first draft, like there's nothing to go off and it doesn't yeah. have to be great. I, as long as I get words down. I mean it could be like an entire book that's just dialogue between all the characters and I could go fill in the prose in my next draft. As long as you're like getting it out there. Get the first draft done. Yeah. That's a good point. Do you once you've done the first draft, you know, and you go back to rewrite it, however many times you do it, um do you ever fall out of love then or is it more when you're trying to get the first draft down? Probably more after because I think the first draft I've learned to just like if there's bits that I find like I'm not sure where it's going or how this bit's going to play out or how I want to describe a certain bit I'll just skip over it because I want to get the first draft done but then when I go to the editing part is when I come to that scene again and be like oh I now have to work out the bits that I, I skipped over the first time. Yeah. So I guess it's like the sec- the second or third draft is like is is the harder part of doing the bits that I found hard, whereas the first draft is like all of the the free flowing stuff that I really w- really wanted to get down, really wanted to put in the book. Yeah. And then you got to piece it all together, <laughs> make sure it makes sense on next drafts. Yeah. Yeah. you know when you're I was just thinking um now that we're talking about that one do you get stuck on the when you're rewriting and I think about wildfire and what's going on with that one and I think that um because I'm getting I think I'm falling back in love with writing in general and I think that one um I keep thinking about what I need to do to fix it and I think that's the that's one of the um, the green flags for, oh, I think I'm getting back into this is when I start kind of like playing with it, like molding it like Play-Doh in my brain. And you get those But I'm not actually writing it. Yeah. Do this instead. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Fix yeah. that problem that I had. Yeah. 
yeah or like oh this bit I don't I just don't know what to do everything else is perfect because (laughs) of course of course um (laughs) but yeah and I think I'm there like just as you were saying that I was like oh yeah I'm gonna do this and this and this that's the exciting bit and I think that's the falling back in love part so let's hope that gets done (laughs) (laughs) so you do you often fall out of love then uh well yeah a lot of manuscripts too I feel like in the last two years I've probably fallen out with writing a little bit like I still do it but I haven't been I haven't had a schedule I haven't been doing it routinely I've kind of struggled I haven't I switched between books I've had wildfire sitting there like I'm sure I got you to read it like two years ago yeah it was, yeah um so so like I think I've just been in a bit of a yeah. <laughs> bit of a set uh, yeah taking a bit of a break I suppose and I'm just starting to get in, back into it now. So I think with like university and uh, working a little bit less and having a bit more space to be creative and being around creative people, it's but it's um, it's a bit easier. I can see myself kind of getting back into writing, whereas before when it was like full corporate life, it's just there was no time for anything else, and there's no like emotional space to kind of yeah be creative and get into it it life was just too tiring so yeah I do sometimes I'll just like I have a lot of you know I have a lot of books on the go so if I just don't like one like if I'm not feeling it I used to write two at the same time um and if I'm not feeling one I just jump over to the other one because I'm gonna like one of them (laughs) like what do I feel like writing today what kind of mood am I in so the two books you would be writing would be like vastly different genres oh not well or tones assassins and then pirates are they vastly different I mean I guess it's just the tone of the book and maybe it's like a comedy assassin book but then the pirate book is like super dark and gory well I think I think realistically all of my books are going to have a very similar tone because I'm always going to be like that's true a, a little bit funny a little bit dry and dark and a little bit just yeah pirates zombies assassins etc insert whatever the relevant thing of the day is are we are we back to vampires yet i'm sure i've got like three it's been 10 years i can have come full circle by now (laughs) yeah let's bring back vampires if they're not back (laughs) yeah so we've kind of touched on a little bit of like us understanding when we're falling um, out of love or in and love with our books. Is there anything in particular you would do to make yourself fall in love or help yourself fall in love? Um, no, I'm a fantastic writer and um, <laughs> I told you I can't do two things at once. <laughs> um so she's just telling me how much time we have left. Um, you can't see that, but I can. Um, what was the question? How do I <laughs> make myself fall back in love? How do you, do you have a way in which you make yourself, I keep saying make yourself, like you're forcing yourself to do it. Is, yeah, I is there anything you myself. do to help you get back in the mood of writing, basically? I think I just spend a bit of time thinking about it. So I need time to 
uh, not be doing anything. So, I mean, I guess you could call it writing time, but really I'm just sitting here thinking about things <laughs> that are happening in the book, you know, like how you're writing your massive outline. I'm just. Your outline. Uh, in, yeah, I'm in my brain thinking of things. Um, so I need space to do that. And I probably use music as well. I always yep. use music with headphones to shut everything out. And I just find the right mood through a song and then just play that song over and over again. Yeah, I'm the same. To kind of like, I don't know what it does. Just focus yourself. Yeah, I don't know. It was like is. white noise. Yeah, I guess it's focusing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. White noise. Um, yeah, and then I just kind of do it. I guess it's just about giving yourself the space and the time um, yeah. and just kind of like rolling up to your laptop, sitting there. And if nothing happens, that's fine, but something might. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'm, I don't think I'm ever, I kind of like all of my writing anyway. I'm not particularly hard on myself. Maybe when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I'm not good at this or whatever. And now I'm just like, nobody cares. <laughs> You'll get better at it, I'm sure. I um, literally so. had um, one of my prior, uh, high school best friends, I sent me a something she found in her Dropbox, which was the very first novel that I yeah. ever wrote. And she had like just a couple of scenes of it for some reason. So she sent it to me like, look what I found. I was like, I was yeah. dreading to read it because I was like, this is the very first thing I wrote when I was 18. What do you think of it? What do you think it of it? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't. As it bad wasn't as that as bad either. Poetry. But like yeah, reading when... it made me realize how far I'd come, like yeah. in the last ten years, more than ten years, because I was eighteen when I wrote that book. Um, yeah. So that was that was at TAFE, wasn't it? That was that being was, workshop. That was at twelve. TAFE. That was two thousand and eight. But you workshopped that at TAFE, didn't you? I did. Yeah. It was the first novel I'd written. Those were the days, eh? <laughs> but yeah like reading it I just looked at it and thought oh wow like yeah I've improved I've gotten better yeah it's been no, I, it. I, I when you sent that to me I was like oh this is gonna be hilarious it wasn't even that bad like it wasn't even that cringy I was looking for things to like make fun of, and I couldn't really find any to be honest that's friendship and I was right like there. that's sad. <laughs> Um, I could definitely show you some of my early writing, which would have been like mm, 13, 14. It would be so cringy. Um, I should go and find that. <laughs> find it and you can read it on the next episode. In fact, send it to me and I'll read it so then I can mock you. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I'll read some of yours then. I'm sure I can find some cringy bits in it. Just like right. super dramatic, like how overly dramatic we are, or like <laughs> overly describing like a person like picking up a drink bottle and it'd be like, they pick it up, they think about it, they smell it, they drink it, they taste it, they gulp it, they put it down on the table. That's <laughs> like, that's what I remember it being very, very descriptive, but not in a necessarily good way. Oh, but yeah. Um, I've, find I think about stuff too if it's like a problem I have with the story that I'm trying to work out I'll sit and think about it and or I'll go and do something that where I'm not thinking about it and then my brain will like it'll just kind of click like you go for a walk or something and then your brain just kind of works it out on its yeah own. yeah if it's like a problem with the story if it's like a 
I guess, a mental health or just me problem. I have to go and take care of myself first before I yeah. can get back into writing. So that's like recognizing that I need to take some time for me and that might just be like, I'm too tired because I'm not getting enough sleep or I'm not doing whatever it is that's my body needs. Yeah. So once well, I, do you like, ever find that you that. do too much writing? Like it, if you go for too long of a period that it just completely drains you and then you need a break? Yes. I feel like yeah. like two and a half hours in a, like a, a block of writing is probably like the max I could do Yeah. before it's just like not working well or I suffer. Well, it's pretty intense, yeah. isn't it? Like when you're in the zone and then you're like blink and it's like hours later. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exciting when those moments happen because it's like, oh, it's flowing, but you, I have to really be like, okay, no, I need to stop what, yeah. like in the middle of this because I, then I know where it's going to go next so I can stop. Do you like, stop yourself? Yeah. I don't stop myself. So I, I was up to like, like the next bit I'm going to write is already in my head because I was ready to write it now. So when I come back to it, I can start straight away. Wow. I Yeah. See, I don't stop. I'll let myself run basically until I'm dying um but but like one of those you know how we were saying that we we're getting really exciting excited about writing um I got into it got in the zone I was just writing I think I started at like nine or ten and then before I knew it it was like 2 a.m in the morning and I was like oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh boo but I like I kind of I knew but I just didn't stop myself so and then I had to go to work the next day and it was hard Aww. but yeah <laughs> but good at the same time so it's like that's why I'm always asking you like but how can you stop yourself in the middle of like a creative burst discipline yeah. <laughs> cool well that was a good chat <laughs> yes I like that we discovered that it wasn't falling in and out of love with the manuscript but just writing in general yeah and that we generally love, love ourselves and our, yeah. our writing ability so no problem here <laughs> it was good thank you so that is it for another month's episode of bound together if you want to hear more from us you can listen to our back catalogue of episodes um, where we talk more about writing you can follow me laura catherine on instagram at laura catherine author or on twitter at laura catherine p i have a paranormal romance series called gin that's available on most online places uh sarah has a her own series called arcadium which is also available online and we'd like to say thank you for listening and we hope to see you again next month for another episode of bound together <laughs>